Dr. Eileen Fisher is joining us. She's a board-certified OBGYN. She's an assistant professor at the NYU Grossman School of Medicine. She also happens to be my doctor. Please welcome Dr. Fisher to the program. Hi, Dr. Fisher. Hi, Cooper. Thanks for having me. So we wanted to invite you on the show because one of the big conversations that people keep having during COVID, uh, you are uniquely skilled to answer. And that question mm -hmm. is about sex during COVID. Um, for those of us that are, if I mean, I happen to be in a long-term relationship, but not everybody is. A lot of our listeners are single and dating and they want to know you know, is it okay? Can we have sex? What kind of sex can we have? Should we avoid it completely? So what are the rules right now? What are you telling your patients? Well, I think it's the same rules that apply to anybody who's trying to protect themselves from COVID in general. I mean, how do you really know what people have been doing without uh, people getting tested? So to some degree, you have to ask people where they've been, who they've been with, how many people they're coming in contact with, are they socially distancing? Are they wearing their masks all the time? Mm. And there has to be a certain level of trust to some degree. I don't know that everybody's going out and having people get tested all the time just to see if they're uh, if they're infected. I don't think that's really practical. Um, but you have to use your own best judgment. But isn't it the same thing with like STDs? I mean, if I if I meet a guy and I decide that it's time to start having sex with him, I'm going to have the conversation about you know, STDs and sh he should get tested, right? I mean, is, isn't that the same thing or is that separate? To some degree separate. I think once you make a decision that you want to be intimate with somebody, you absolutely both partners should go in fully tested with full disclosure. Mm. I think when it comes to protecting yourself from COVID, uh, you have to decide who's going to be in your quote unquote bubble and people that are in your bubble have to be at least following the rules that are set out there by uh, the public health experts. Right. I've been but STDs, people. I think it's much easier to pick up an STD <laughs> with intimacy <laughs> than it is COVID in some respects, if you know what I mean. Now, during this time, are we seeing more pregnancies than usual or less, or is it not really changed? I would be scared to be having a baby right now during a time that I maybe have less access to a doctor or I'm afraid to go out of the house or if anything. Mm. I don't know. It seems like a weird time to decide to get pregnant. There's a lot of uncertainty going on out there. I mean, I don't have statistics to tell you or if anybody's even gotten statistics to tell you whether pregnancy rates are down. Mm. I can tell you in New York City, uh, the number of people having babies has gone down. And that's probably a combination of people who've just left the city. Uh, it could be, I mean, obviously people delivering now would have been pregnant already when COVID hit. Um, I think there was a period of time in the spring when it was really rampant in the tri-state area that people were very reluctant to get pregnant. But I could, I could tell you in my own experience in my practice that people are going ahead and trying to get pregnant now. I, I haven't come across anybody lately who's really been putting it off. But I think in the spring, there were a lot of people that were putting it off. Right. I feel bad for women that are going through like in vitro or something. So it's like you're spending all that time and money and you can't really stop it now. Right. You got to well, just you got to full on. Right now, all of the programs are open, but there was a time in the spring when they all shut down temporarily until they had guidelines to go by. Uh, so people who were in the pipeline really had to go on pause for a few months. But that did come on again. The programs did start running again uh, after, you know, a short period of time, a short pause while they figured out what to do. We're talking to gynecologist Dr. Eileen Fisher. Anthony? People are scared to go to the doctor now because you know you got to wear a mask. It's a whole thing. Is there something that trumps the, the disease where you have to, you're telling women, no, you have to come in to see us? Well, I can tell you, it's it has been kind of interesting. Uh, 
in our practice, I've been doing a little bit of telemedicine from home because we don't want too many doctors in the office at the same time because we don't want a full waiting room. Mm -hmm. So as you can imagine, as a gynecologist, what can I possibly do (laughs) at home with telemedicine? Not so easy. And I can tell you, there's been a few people that really wanted to take their camera phones and show me things that you really shouldn't be seeing on a camera phone. Wow. And uh, no, 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 please stop, stop. No, nope. you have to come in. Not closer, uh, zoom out, very, zoom and out. And I tell people, you know, it's safe to come into my office. Everybody's wearing masks and all of our staff have to wear face shields and everything gets wiped down completely in the room between patients and we have to wait for it to dry and the door handles and we Purell all day long. I really feel like my office is safe and I would never discourage somebody from going to the doctor. Now, keep in mind, not a lot of what I do, actually most of no, most of what I do is not life-threatening. But for people who have chronic medical problems, they have heart conditions, diabetes, high blood pressure, they think they're ill, they, they should not wait to go to a doctor or a hospital. I think at this point in time, it's safe to go to a doctor. It's safe to go to a hospital. I love the fact that there's women that can't wait to grab their camera and be like, look at this. You can't, I can't wait imagine. to show. What? Is this something? Is this, do I need to worry about this? Yes. I am in a very unique position. It's yes, true. Yes, you are. <laughs> That's great. Anthony always gets on me because I have this thing that whenever oh. I go to the dentist, especially like if I'm going for a cleaning, I don't brush my teeth before I go. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like that's your job. You're there to clean my teeth. Why would I do that for you? Yeah, and and what we really want to suggesting wanted... that I clean. You know. Yeah, I want it all fits the same way for the gynecologist too. <laughs> well, I think you should brush your teeth before you go to the gynecologist. I think you should take a shower. Okay. Um, deodorant would be nice too. Okay. Uh, but you should not do anything down there to get in the way of me being able to see things. Like if you think you have a vaginal infection, don't douche before you come. Right. Don't put cream in before you come. I'm not going to be able to figure out what's going on. Right. Oh, that's smart. I never even thought but, about you know, that. Personal hygiene is very important. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just like shave a little. <laughs> you know, shaving. You know, pe- people always come in and apologize to me. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't shave today. And I say to them, believe me, that's not what I'm paying attention right, to. Right. Exactly. I, I, I want to see inside. I don't really care. Yeah, so I walk out the door and I'm on to the next. Don't, don't yeah, worry exactly. I don't remember. I'm very uncomfortable. There's only right so much now. information I can retain. <laughs> Very uncomfortable right now. Uh, (laughs) Now, are you seeing a trend in these times with women that a lot of women are going through a certain thing more than ever? I think people are stressed in general. It's been a very stressful time. Mm. Um, Sometimes people try to attribute stress-related things to things that are not really causing their stress, like oh, I'm having side effects from my birth control pills. Well, well, what's going on? Well, I gained a lot of weight and I'm not sleeping well at night. And Well, no, no, that's not the pill. Uh, you know, what else is going on? You're like, oh, I lost my job and living with my future in-laws for the last three months. Uh, well, maybe that has something ding, to ding, do ding, with ding, it. Ding, 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 yeah, right. But, you know, there's been an awful lot of stress that people know that people have been having in the last few months and it's affected everything in their lives. And they don't always know what to attribute it to. Uh, so I can at least help that, but it's not always what they think it is. You know what I mean? Have you actually seen a birth control pill gain weight for somebody? Because I've never believed that. I always say there's no calories in a pill. I don't know how, how you gained weight from the, <laughs> I think it's just because well, you're Well, you know, more. the pills have been around longer than I've been alive, which is a really long time. And it's been very, very, very well studied. And the data doesn't support weight gain with oral contraceptive use. I'm sure there are anecdotal reports from people where I gained 10 pounds when I went on the pill. I think if you look at all the data combined, Mm -hmm. uh, it hasn't been shown to cause weight gain. Do some people retain a little water in the first few months? Yes, but it's not 
it doesn't change your metabolism. It doesn't make you gain fat, uh, but it can make you retain a little water. So when somebody comes in and says, I gained 20 pounds, you got to change my medicine, which you probably hear every single day. Mm-hmm. And you just look in the back of your head, go, okay, whatever. Uh, well, I don't say whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, no, I don't think that's the reason. Maybe you should look into other reasons. Right? <laughs> maybe it's yeah. maybe it's the pint of ice cream you're eating. Yeah, there are so many myths out there about hormonal contraceptives and other types of birth control. I mean, a lot of what I do is just dispelling a lot of the myths that people have. Mm-hmm. And a uh, final question for Dr. Eileen Fisher, my lovely gynecologist. Um, you, how are you de- dealing right now with uh, running around, wearing a mask, and um, you know, just COVID in general? How are you dealing? I feel really fortunate, and I don't take it for granted. Um, I don't live in the city. I haven't lived in the city for the last seven years, so uh, I get to come home to the suburbs where I have space and I have a backyard and I get to breathe, breathe plenty of fresh air. Um, at work, I have to say, it's not easy. You know, I wear a mask on the train, and then I wear a mask for eight hours straight in my office, and we have to wear the face shield. Um, and it's, it's truly not easy. I'm often sometimes breathless at the end of the day. Uh, but, I mean, it is what it is. You have to do what you have to do. But I'm lucky. I, I, have, I can walk away from my office at the end of the day, come home, and have plenty, plenty of space. Um, I have a child who's home. I'm lucky my husband's home, so she's not alone. And uh, we'll work out school this year. So I know how fortunate I am. And uh, I know I have a lot better than a lot of other people do. But for me, uh, it, it, it's manageable. Um, in the spring when uh, our office was not doing well care and we were just kind of taking care of emergencies and problem visits, I was home six days a week mm-hmm. doing telemedicine visits here and there very sporadically. It, it was very strange. Um, but now since June, we've been starting to get back to more regular gynecologic care, regular checkups, the usual things that people will come in for. And we're just, we're so busy. It's, it's crazy because at this point, like I said, we can't have a full waiting room. We can't see as many patients as we wanted. I'm doing telemedicine from home, which for me, it's not as productive as I'd be when, when I'm in the office. Cause like I said, people can't show me their private parts. <laughs> Wait, I have, I have a really um, good camera. Do you want to do no, our, no, our no. exam I, right I, now? I, I could just grab it if you no, like. Hold on. No, I got to no, turn. No, I got to. No, no, okay. It's, it's a I, no. I okay. I'm stopping my video now. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't want to see that ever. No, 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 no. I don't know how many times I can say no. <laughs> Yet somehow, somehow people insist. Oh, you sound like my boyfriend. 